Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Yo, 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 right. We're rolling with the first episode of the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, you know myself and Mickey. We're going to be going over a range of topics, but we're just going to go a free flow and chat for today on sort of a very current sort of topic, and we're just going to roll with isolation. So, Mickey, let's get the ball rolling here and just dive straight in. Yeah, Tony, um, everybody's talking about it. It's isolation. It's it's pretty much how everybody's living their life at the minute. And last week when we were going over what should we talk about, that was one of the things that really clicked with both of us is how are people actually using their time in isolation instead of us all crying and winching about it. Uh, two of us together decided to maybe give people the odd tip and maybe tell them how we're spending our time in isolation and how we think... Could it mightn't actually be a bad thing? It might, uh, it might actually be a good thing in the long run for people. Yeah, one hundred percent agree. I think it's all about finding like your opportunity in isolation. And I hate being that sort of person that goes like, oh, super positive, and oh, we need to just think positive and think about the secrets and think, oh, everything good's gonna come through. More so a case of like, how can you flip this to make sure you're getting something out of it, whether it be working on your business, maybe lose a couple pounds, maybe get a better sex life with your partner. Do you know, there's a million and one things you can sort of try and work with, especially if you've been sort of maybe not looking after relationships or whatever it is, now's the time. And I think it's sort of trying to flick it rather than sitting your phone scroll. And like a lot of young men right now probably spend a wee bit too much time in their bedroom on their phones. But <laughs> like yourself. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe well, we'll say nothing about that. I just, the uh, MacBook's <laughs> broke anyway, so. Um, <laughs> too many viruses. Too many, hi. <laughs> Fucking porn home bastard. Um, uh, the roof looks a bit sticky. <laughs> uh, that's just that's just the sun. Um, yeah, well, I believe it's you know it's time for opportunity. Um, this this has given people a massive opportunity to you know recenter themselves, realize that maybe the job they were in wasn't the happiest. Maybe they haven't maybe had the best relationship, not with just with loved ones, girlfriends, friends, maybe their family. Um. Like sort of could be two boats in the night, um, that sort of scenario. So this is this this isolation, even though it's it's uh it's forced upon us, and a lot of people don't like stuff forced upon them. I see it as a time where there is opportunity there, and and it's up to you, uh, as a person yourself, to either wallow in self pity and feel sorry for yourself that your summer might be wasted, that your party's day's gone, that your your Easter weekend's gone. Instead of that, you know, grab it with both hands. And many times, of like. Tony, many times have we had a conversation in the past, going back a year ago, that there's not enough time in the day to do stuff. Yeah, like, we've been trying to get this podcast to run now for, what, like, fucking six months. Uh, so, yeah, as you can see, we're probably not the most proactive there. But, yeah, like, I completely agree. I think the way you said that, like, we're being forced into isolation, but it almost feels like we're being, if you look at this, you can look at it like you're being forced into it for a reason. Like, and your reason might be different than mine. So, like, mine might be, like, I need to work on my home life. Yours might be like, fuck, you haven't been working hard enough in your business. Maybe you've been messing. And then, like, there's there's a million and one reasons why. So it's almost finding out, like, why are you in this situation? Like, why has, like, nature almost forced you inside? 
is it, do you, is there something deep down that you need to work on, whether it be a business or, and I think it is that, like I've had multiple like clients talk about starting businesses, everything from becoming like, uh, I know that sounds a bit mad, but like opening up their own grass cutting services when it's open, so everything, just random, random ideas. The thing is as well, that's a really nice sort of change, you know, as you said there with yeah. the job. Yeah, totally that, agree. It's uh, a lot of people also will have the realization when they're when they're at one with themselves and maybe like myself i'm isolating alone here a lot like and people i've spoke to have been saying the same that maybe this is time for a new challenge maybe they're not going to go back to their nine to five job you know maybe they're going to take that risk uh start their new business or like start a fucking podcast like us two morons or you know now might be the kick in the ass it's a clean break normally when somebody wants to leave a job they have to go like fuck here um, I'm gonna do a few months notice, but I'm gonna leave, and then in them few months you go fuck. No, I'm gonna no. I'll actually stay on. I'll stay on. Now you've got a clean break where you can go. You know what? It is time for a new challenge. It, it, the new challenge could be anything. It could be you know. I've spoke to a few boys. They're like, you know what? Everything to them was about football. It was all their local team, their GEA, everything. And now they're all said to me, I'm just gonna go to Australia after fucking this is over. I'm gonna go to America and just see that you know. Life's too short. Life's too, you know, you have to take the chances while you have it and, you know, see a bit of the world and, you know, the championships and all will come, as they said. But now this is kind of, especially younger ones, it's kind of knocked, knocked them on the head to show that don't take your freedom for granted. Don't take your life for granted. Go and do stuff now instead of going, I'll do it in 10 years' time. Yeah, 100%. Like, <clears throat> right now, if you can't go traveling, what you could spend your time doing is literally planning where you're going to travel because, what will happen is after this, loads of people will be like, fuck, I really want to go traveling and have fuck all planned and have to spend three months, you know, sort of organizing yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. But as you said, there's about the employment thing, like prime example, like how many people thought they were in a safe job and are now furlonged off, you know, where they're yeah. on 80% of their wage. There's talk of people being laid off and you're sort of thinking, right, well, I plan my life plan sort of safe and now it's actually turned out that nothing's really fucking overly safe. You know, it, fair enough, it's, it's a virus this time. It could be something else next. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's uh, and then the other, the other one was a lot of people are saying that you know the entrepreneurs were the hardest done by, but if you think about it, they aren't really. As long as you were successful enough of what your venture was, you've been making money for yourself for the last couple of years, instead of making money for an employer who's paying you a wage. So well, even though that they're unemployed or they can't do their business now for a few months, they've still reaped the rewards after years of hard work, and then. When they go back after a couple of months delay now, they're going to start making money again instead of going back to the to the rat race and making money for someone else for them to pay you your your wage. So I I truly believe there's going to the world has changed now forever, and people's uh people's psyche is going to change forever, and I believe that a lot of people now will will have the courage to do the do their dream jobs or try to do their dream jobs or start their own uh. Start their own adventure, in a way. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I, I know that sounds a bit crude, but a lot of people are going to grow a set of balls, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like, totally. Like, straight, straightforward as that is, but a case of I one hundred percent agree. Like I could not agree more. I think people's mindsets will change for the better here, and it really comes down to that sort of. I always hit, hit like saying like take the leap, but a case of actually just fucking going for it. Because see, if you were, uh, see, as you're saying, they're like entrepreneurs, you're struggling, like. I know my business is always stalling based, but like, I, if you've been sort of reaping the rewards, as you said, like, 
you should have savings and yeah. just actually can't work on your business when you're in it. When you're working in your business, it's hard to work on it. And it's the same as your life. See, whenever you're going from day to day, like working nine to five or you're working flat out, it's hard to actually review what's going well in your life. Like, yeah. are your finances going well? Is your stress? Is your body? Is your mind? Is your spirituality? You know, all in key sort of points, like what really fulfill you as a person. And you can sort of go, do you know what? I have been just sort of working away here without actually reviewing. And I'm actually not overly happy with my job, maybe my relationship, maybe my family life. And then you can sort of go, I'm not saying score your life by any fucking yeah. means, but a case of like, there's definitely key areas that I fucking need to work on. And this has made me stop and think and go, fuck, I've sort of been Joe, a wee bit too caught up in life, Joe, and the small, like the things that don't mean fuck all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you'd be a brave man to fucking dump a girlfriend while you're in fucking self-isolation. Jesus Christ. See, I can't see. My mind's obviously social distancing, so that's a bit awkward to be uh, doing funny stuff. Uh, yeah, it's a bit <laughs> awkward standing at the end, edge of the driveway speaking to each other. Well, maybe it's <laughs> as close as we're getting now. Uh, i seen you out the other night clapping for Boris, you fucking madman. <laughs> Wise up. <laughs> All these new yeah, boys love you. Your head like some of these boys. These, these boys from down that neck of the woods are out clapping for Boris. Fucking hell. You see everything. Ah, yeah, yeah. You have the same haircut as him there. <laughs> I actually do. <laughs> you just need a dad a wee bit and you're literally twins, I'd say. I know. I know. It's getting like that. It's, it's, mush, <laughs> it's mushrooming them. But you know what? At least I'm not shaving my head. That's one thing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's definitely loads of people listening that shave their heads. The, that is, if I've ever seen a sign of a fucking a mental health issue is after three days, and not even full isolation. The three days and you know the the stream tri, the like the streamlined version of isolation, they started shaving their heads, and now the thing they have to forget about is, or remember even, the next six months they have to deal with the consequences of a shaved head. Ah, uh, they're Britney moment. Uh, that it comes September, they're going back to uni freshers. The freshers happens this year. They're still gonna have the fucking you know, the the shaved heads are still there. Like it's, <laughs> it's uh, well, depends how long it goes. But I shaved my head like last year. I don't know if you remember, do you? I think I do. Yeah. It was nice isolation, and for anybody that doesn't know me, I probably have the most square head. We're talking here, ninety degrees, the point. So, not first, shout out to my barber, Johnny, for actually being able to trim that, first of all. But a case of, like, by fuck, I look like a jarhead. It was not <laughs> nice. Like, so, like, I feel sorry for everybody who's, who's, I thought, you know, it'd be cool. Me and Johnny talked about it. The barber was like, do you know what? Fucking go for it. And obviously, I went for it, shaved it, and then was like, fuck, do you know when you just immediately regret something? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. I just obviously don't have the looks for this, lad. Uh, I did it. I did. We did it. We did it as a football team. We were in the minor championship final, and as you do when you're young, and you hear fucking was it England or some fucking team done it before, throwing grew their beards. We decided we'd all shave our heads, and we all landed on the same barbers. And the barber, and almost sat us down. And goes, lads, you know if when you shave your head, you are not going to be curtain no girls this summer. He goes, I'm telling you, and we were like, no, nah, I need to get it done. And fuck, I tell you, he was right. He was a hundred percent right. Won the championship, landed out with a trophy, and not a girl would look at us. You sure that's not just you, no? No, no, I think everybody's in the same boat. Like, <laughs> but, but, Well, you know, we're not the best looking football team anyway at that stage, but, you know, I think everybody, I think that summer was a pretty bit much of a drought for all of us almost in Andes players, like. 
But it's it's same sort of things like the shaving the head stuff. Like fair enough if you're bored, but it's the case of it's just fair enough if you suit it, you're definitely a good looking fella. Like, but Jesus, I could not pull that off in my wildest dreams. So if you're if you're considering that right now, uh, I would save yourself possibly the square head situation like myself. Yeah, there's bound to be an app out there too that takes a like a wee clone of your face and shows you what you look like with a fucking shaved head. Yeah, you can use Snapchat and like draw around it so you can see how ugly you are whenever you shave it. <laughs> can you? You've done it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> literally doing it right now. Checking. You should do that for all your clients in case they think about it. Just fucking go around, and go here, lad. Don't be shaving your head. This is uh, the, my the, barber the actually. Two- said uh, if anybody shaves their head, he's not going to fix it for them when the place reopens because it's going to look bad on him. <laughs> there's, there's two ways the shaved head goes, I think. You either look like a hard fucker, like you've just came out of prison, or you look slightly like you're you're lost and looking for your mum. Do you know, like, there's that two sort of looks. Aye. Aye, there's the person who, there's a person who shaves their head out of choice, and there's a person who shaves their head because they're probably going bald too. <laughs> yeah, true, 100%. No. That, that makes well that makes sense to just sort of make the fucking leap and go for it. Yeah. Personally, that's what yeah. I uh, No, right. Well, maybe that's enough of bald-headed talk because <laughs> a lot of people are going like, where is this even going? <laughs> I wasn't fucking shaving my head and these boys are just talking about it. Or there's uh, females listening going, right, that's, uh, I'm not shaving my head. <laughs> well, preferably don't. That said, they'll maybe shoot it a wee bit less than me, but we're going to... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe shave a side or something and go for that sort of look like the max yeah um, the other thing I think people aren't realising now is all them times like yourself where you're online and you're training uh, people I know you had this problem with me was uh, when we were uh, dialing in the diet and looking to get uh, shredded for Ibiza last summer my problem was I had a hectic social life yeah and so- now like who's nobody's got a real excuse to be eating rubbish other than boredom yeah 100 percent. it's that case of like i seen i seen like a, a meme the other day and it was like i'm getting a tan from the fridge light uh-huh. <laughs> and that that's really just because people are bored and they're not sure what to do but you know what that is that's just because like they're not people aren't busy because they're not planning their days like if i turn around and go what needs done around your house or what do you have to do to make your life that we bit better tomorrow like See the time you left out a couple of things like exercise, uh, plan the day alone takes fucking 15 minutes, 20 minutes, plan the day, exercise, cook your food, maybe you got to paint the fence or something random like that that you've been fucking not doing for months. Yeah. And that's literally because our fence is lying at the back, not painted, and I mean to do that. But, you know, like, see the time you get that sort of reality check, you'll realize that there's that opportunity. And I agree. I think, like, see if you have any body fat, like, literally all my clients right now, like, if there's been any body fat in the mind going, like, there's no nights out. There's no meals out. You literally cannot eat anything unless you buy it, bring it home and cook it. So yeah. as you said, they're like it's a perfect time to actually lean out. And even small equipment, like whenever you're doing like specific training, like time under tension, I'm not bored people with that, but a case of like proper hard training at home yeah. can be tight even with the lightest weights. And I completely agree with you there. Like if you've any body fat, this is a perfect opportunity for somebody like even like yourself that is a very busy socialite, work, everything like life slowed down for you and you can get in such crack and shape then like in a way and you can look at that like you're you're sort of calling for it yeah well i uh the first the first week week and a half of isolation well you might not have this issue as much but in belfast we have like deliveroo and just eat with hundreds of places on it and i was lazy the first week and a half two weeks and my sleeping went to shite 
my mood went to shite. Everything went to absolute shite for that week and a half because I just couldn't be arsed doing anything. And since since last, since about oh, just over a week now, I've been diet's been dialed in. I've been eating fresh food every day. Um, loads of real. I think pretty much. No, you're gonna go mad here, and it's gonna trigger you. Pretty low, pretty low carb now. Will not, will not say, will not say keto, but I haven't been eating a lot of carbs because I don't need a lot of energy to expend. That's my reason. That's not keto or carnivore, but it's pretty much paleo in a way because all the food is like there's no processed food at all. Like for instance, for today, that like can't see me now. They're... Uh, for people who can't see me, there's steam coming out of my ears right now for anybody that wants to imagine that. <laughs> but I'm enjoying it. Like, I, I get like uh, just fresh food all the time. And um, I'm not really, I ha- I'm not, I haven't cut out carbs, but I've I've drastically dropped them because um, I don't need the excess energy at the moment. I've just, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just uh, uh, carbs I would use for fuel, as we know from training. Yeah. And I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm doing my steps. I'm doing ten thousand plus every day. I've got to weights downstairs doing a wee bit of that. But I don't really. I don't need to fuel myself for them workouts. Now I'm going to. I've ordered stuff online that has arrived at the fucking post office, but they decide you know they're still going to close at eleven o'clock every morning. So I didn't get that in. But we'll. Uh, I knew I knew that would trigger you, Evert. So I just like to stipulate but once again: see, it's not the keto diet or the carnivore diet yet. But, um, but I get where you're coming from there, lad. But a case of I wouldn't eat carbs in the morning, no matter if I'm lean bulking, no matter what I'm doing. Just yeah. the sheer fact that you not find mentally you're switched on more if it's a coffee. I will. That's probably another trigger point. I bought a new coffee set there. That it's a Japanese drip coffee. <laughs> Like a uh, it may as well be. There's enough work on it to be a fucking prostitute. <laughs> it's uh, it takes about f- four or five minutes to make your coffee. It, dri- it drips into the glass below it. And what do you do? Do you just lick around the glass where that happens, or what? Like, what do you just stand? I just stand and watch it. I watch the <laughs> o- oxidization take place. I think that's the word. <laughs> Mickey currently googling big words here, just trying to be the. Let's no, that was day. when I had to Google how to use the fucking thing. That's the that's the <laughs> process it told me. But uh, I'm doing that every morning. Um, shout out to Output Coffee in Belfast for short mood with that. As we plug for uh, you're pure love and light. You're just hyped off your head, zero carbs, and just a fuckload of caffeine. Yeah, fuckload of caffeine, and get my first five thousand steps in in the morning. And that's uh. Well, I, I, do you, do you not find that if you work up black coffee, you keep low carbs in the morning? I'm not saying for fat loss purposes. Productivity standpoint that you work with sharper. Yeah, see, if anybody else know this, I was keto for about uh about eleven months, maybe nearly, and so and I got and then he got brain cells. And then I got brain cells and met Tony, uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then we had to work out how uh, how much I fucked up my metabolism. But uh, yeah, um, I find carbs make me drowsy as fuck all the time. I know. But you lost weight in keto to be thirty. Like I know I'm totally. Oh, I lost tw- that, twenty-eight kilo. Like what is that fucking three, four, almost three and a half, four stone? Yeah, on ke- but that wasn't even strict keto. That was like in between all that. I had Vegas, Ibiza weekends, parties. You no, know, it wasn't the strictest of keto. It wasn't the smartest. Like I done, I done. It started off real strict, and then bit by bit, I just kind of went. Well, the scales are still moving, so it must be all right. Yeah, because you're in such a deficit. It's just because you're in such a deficit in a way. Like if you, if oh, I, yeah. And then when I turned over, when I started working with you, 
even though the the diet was the total opposite, like everything that you believe in keto, your diet is the, is the absolute opposite, and it trimmed me down even further. And they were probably the harder the harder thing. You know what I mean? The harder yards. Your first your first fat loss when you're heavier is is fucking easy. Like you know. Yeah, because you have so much to lose, it just fucking flies off. It flies off, and then then when you get down, like the there was member stage when we were training together. It was like it's like eighty. 88 to 84 kilo was a fucking was a fucking nightmare like and then 84 to, 84 to 80 wasn't wasn't as bad but i remember 88 to 84 was the fucking like psychologically it was fucking wild hard well i said weight like what what was the what was the highest weight you say you were if you had a pinpoint you're trying to remember i was well the day i started was I was 124.75, but I remember before that, I was 127 kilo at one stage. That's fucking, like, I wasn't going to say, like, big, but okay, so for your height and weight, it wasn't like that, it wasn't muscle, like? No, it wasn't muscle, no, fuck no, no way. Yeah. No way. You're lean, it's that sort of trade-off, but, like, I think it's just a case of, obviously that worked for you, Keto's not the only way to do it, obviously the big dad sits on it, but it's a case of, it's yeah. more so just a willpower, really, I'm like, but I think that's what a lot of people struggle with in isolation. Like it's yeah. actually, and it's, I know what I think that is. It's not just not just dad based, but even like if you have to fix a relationship or you have to do anything, it's that actual level of commitment, like yeah. to yourself, like your reason. Yeah. Also, a lot of people this time of year be getting into the whole beach body look, and I think now that they're probably going to themselves, oh fuck, we're not going to get to see fucking Ibiza or Magaluf for Spain this year. So I don't have to get him get my bikini bought on. So they're just like, fuck it, I'm going to eat shit. Yeah, exactly. But I think then what I what I've been what I've been sort of drilling myself because I'm the exact same boat. So are you? Is that the goal hasn't changed? It's just moved further back. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That's uh, as soon as this is all over, people are going to socialize like never before. Like they're going to party like it's New Year's Eve. Like they're gonna like there's people gonna take out badly when this is all over. We're gonna have a Paddy's day in probably September. Yeah, sure. yeah, one hundred I, I know exactly what you mean there. Yeah. Like what's the first thing you wanna do after this? You wanna go out, you wanna have a good meal, you wanna have a couple of drinks, and you're gonna want to fucking book all day. Oh hundred percent. Oh hundred percent. As soon as this shit's over, I'm going I'm doing a pub crawl of the town. I'm gonna drink a mojito in every bar that sells mojitos. I'm gonna work out where the best mojito is. And then I'm going to eat some food that's probably not that good for me. I love the way you worded that as if I was going to start giving you a bollocking. I was thinking of saying, you know what? When I was saying all that, I was like, you know, I'll probably end up at McDonald's <laughs> of all places. I don't even like McDonald's, but I was like, I'll probably end up there because of... Yeah, I think that... But did you see that as well? Like whenever the 24-7 thing with McDonald's was in, like every flooded pit, like the toilet roll situation, like uh, it's... my way, it was like a 50 row deep. And I think it is that sort of thing of like people are afraid of missing out with stuff right now. Yeah. So that's why they're hoarding stuff. And it, you know what it is? A lot of people are probably thinking a bit more emotional than rational. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. They're uh, like people that wouldn't have had McDonald's, mo- no, mo- might have one every couple of months or every couple of weeks. Like the queues in Belfast McDonald's was queued out onto the motorway. Cars to get into the drive through. See, I, I can get why people do that because they're afraid of missing out. But it, it, like then you're sort of going into your psychology. You're thinking, right, well, why do I really need this now? Cause yeah. Closing, I think. Like even going into sort of psychology and think about it. Like I think a lot of people during isolation will struggle to spend time with themselves. Yeah. 
yeah, I think like I, I it, that's always like sort of a flag to me whenever I'm working with somebody and they say like, oh, I always have to keep busy because I don't like to spend time with that. And I'm sort of like, well, if you can't spend time by yourself alone for like a week, to like that's a red flag because you're in your. You know, does that make sense? Without even diving that further. Yeah, no, a hundred percent makes sense. It, it it shows that there's an underlying problem if you can't spend any certain length of time by yourself or with your own thoughts instead of uh, surrounding by yourself by thinking, with other people. Yeah, it's like that. That you're thinking too deep, and then you're going to like almost the dark. That does happen, obviously, with a lot of people, but. In a way, that's a reality check that a lot of people are going to get from isolation, if you, if you know what I mean. I know that sounds bad, but it shows you that you need to work on that because everybody's going to have good and bad days in isolation. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you've had someone where you're like, geez, what is going on? And then some days where you're like, fuck, this is actually cracking. Uh, well, Tony, I actually uh, cleaned the house yesterday. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm a pretty tidy person. What? I, cle- I cleaned the whole house, like I mopped the floors and everything. I don't do that shit unless, like it's, I normally do that shit when it's such bad weather, I don't want to leave the house. But I'd done it yesterday because... The spring clean. The spring, uh, that's probably the yearly clean, yeah. The floor's got a good run it over. Um, I'd, done a, I'd done a bit of washing instead of bringing it home to my mum. <laughs> I, I think... Uh, Me living with mum here. I, I feel sorry for that woman having to put up with you all the time. Like, it's, uh, you have them tortured. And then I uh, really enjoyed the other night when you shit yourself when there was a wasp in the house. That's not even... Uh, ah, spring out of a kryptonite, like, eh... Look, I just don't go. I was doing a voice note earlier, actually, that somebody was going to come on board. And I was like, look, if you're going to come on board, the wait list, uh, you know, like June, July, and then all of a sudden it was. And I was like, Ugh! and straight away, and I sent a voice note, and the person just sent me back laughing of faces. And I was like, oh, fuck, like, that's me off the bad store. <laughs> you know what it is? It's seeing around the wee lad. I, you, you've got me on FaceTime here, so you not maybe not be able to see that. You see a mark on my hand there? Yeah. Yeah. You see how we sing? That's from a bee. Or a wee lad. A bee? Uh, she sits there, soaked a bee, like squirted it with a water pistol. Yeah, she like soaked like a beehive. And she ran into like a tent and zipped up the tent. And I was left outside to fend for myself. Oh, I And it. obviously, like a wee lad, I fucking whacked one, but it got stuck in my hand. And you should have heard the squeals of me. I squealed the street down, cried. Mom had to come down there, pick it out of me. And I've left with a wee mark on my hand. And see, since then, it's just like, a traumatic experience for the wee man. It's just not been. It wasn't. It wasn't a pleasant. So that's a sensitive topic. And I told Mickey not to bring that up before. It's, we it on sounds here. like an episode of fucking Game of Thrones. You're fucking getting attacked by a dragon. <laughs> no, I had a good, I had a good chuckle at. But you're no, you're right. I think a lot of people will reevaluate where they are personally and where they are professionally. Hopefully, as we says, you know, there's a lot of opportunity to bring out the positives in this. Whether it's uh, you know, spending more time with your kids, like the homeschooling thing, like even though like most people are probably not in the position to be teaching their kids uh, an algebra or trigonometry or whatever they're teaching them, it is you're spending a lot of time with them, and then you're maybe realizing that your son is smart or is an absolute lunatic. You no, know, like you, me, and you probably done it ourselves. We've pulled the wool over our, our parents' fucking eyes in school, and then just pulled it well when it comes to exams and stuff there's no hiding when your mum's the person marking your marking your, your homework <laughs> <laughs> i know what you mean like if you're yeah no that does me i do agree with that <laughs> if you think about it like i think it's just asking yourself the question like rather than me and you go look it's in making yourself start a business it's in losing fat it's in spending time with your kids it's more so thinking right where is my opportunity and if you can't see it just thinking with a pen and paper taking five minutes to go right well 
what can I improve that needs improved more than anything? And it might not be like a major thing. It might just be a couple of small things, but it could make your life go from just okay to like, holy fuck, you know, everything's on a really good basis here. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. I think uh, that's it's all about how you... You know, as you said, you take this opportunity. Um, grab it both hands, or you can, you know, wallow away and self pity. And you know, why is this wreck of my summer? Everybody's in the same boat, and I think the strong, the strong will will come out of this even stronger. Hopefully, and hopefully, the weak will build themselves up and come out of it. You know, build as a new person because there is if, if there is people <laughs> That's what working. You were gonna say. Oh, they're going to sink to the bottom? No, I think... I, I think, thought you were going to go with the weak coming broken. No, <laughs> I was like, that's a bit fucking hard. No, no, no. I think the week that maybe were, were in a job where they, they hated, they're in a relationship where they hated, they're, they're fucking just hating life in general and just going through the motions. I think now this might be the thing for them to go, you know what? I'm not doing what I... I'm not going back to what I was doing before. This is the new me. This is my chance. This is my time. And I'm going to take it with both hands. And I, I really do think a lot of people are going to... Are going to realize that and, and hopefully as, as we said earlier i think the the world is has changed forever and it, it it could be for the good yeah look i completely agree i think it's into each individual to sort of figure out how is this serving them in a way and i hate sort of going all on the positive happy train but it's a case of in every positive i say this loads like you'll hear me say it constantly it's like a fucking catchphrase for fuck's sake but a case of like finding the positive and the negative for you in a way i but one thing I want to say, even though that you mentioned there about like your mum or your homework and all, uh, I can't imagine you as a wee sprog. Like, uh, did you have the same hair and all? And the wee, I can just imagine you as a beard and all because I never knew you as a wee lad. Well, Tony, I'll tell you a funny story about when I was a young lad. Uh, pure ginger hair. I uh, was a bit of a bit of a looker. Like I was a bit of a ladies' man, and I had multiple different hairstyles. Uh, blonde hair, spikes, and curtains. I had a shaved head, as we talked about. I David Beckham's haircut a few times. I was just uh, a trendsetter oh. and the the cosmopolitan type. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was gonna say you would have been like twins, you and Beckham. <laughs> we were. I uh, maybe a wee bit different height difference, but pretty much, yeah, we were. <laughs> there was a lot of people now said, "Is that fuck? Is that David Beckham?" I was like, it couldn't be David Beckham walking down Oma Main Street, but you know yourself. <laughs> Tony, when you have everything, Tony, you know you just have to. I <laughs> could. <laughs> See, when you go, oh, like when I was a wee lad and my mum had been working my homework. I don't know why. This obviously is going to be quite vivid, but I just imagine you come, coming out of the womb with the wee beard. I don't know why. It's just because I've never seen you. Uh, the beard's only a, uh, like a, beard's only a five-year, no, four-year thing. Ah, uh, but you have to hide the double I haven't chin. known you since. Shadowing. Yeah, so it was just, I was curious because I would love to see a wee picture of a wee mecca. If somebody's listened to this, I know there is one person listening to this that will put a picture online now because they made me send them before. Um, but yeah, I was yeah. cute. I was ginger. Do, I was ginger, but I was cute as fuck. Like, look, I'm not, I'm not final note about Mickey being a wee young lad. If anybody's got any photos, please put them up. Please tag me so I can get good laughs. And uh, on that, thank you very much for tuning into the first episode of the Muscle and the Hustle. I hope you've got some ideas in your mind about how you can turn isolation into an opportunity. Hopefully, we've sparked a few ideas. And yeah, we just want to say thanks and join us next Sunday. Cheers. Bye-bye.